and welcome to episode two of Tales from the Orca, a film podcast starring myself, Joey, and with me. Uh, yeah, Brian. Yep. Another uh, another episode here. Episode two, apparently. Number two. As, as Joey said. That's right. <laughs> uh, Brian, I was thinking, like, should we be using our trivia handles for this? Like, I'm T-Panda when I host trivia, and you're the BFG. I'm the BFG, yeah. So I, we could do it like cheesy radio style intro, like, welcome to Tales from the Orca <laughs> with T-Panda and the BFG. Weenie in the bud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like we're uh, um, shock jocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, was, uh, what was it in Parks and Rec? Uh, Ira and the douche. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get a soundboard if yeah. we're going to do that. <laughs> Welcome, douche nation. You know, yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so this is episode two. Thank you for bearing with us. Hopefully, our, we're getting our audio situation like worked out because we're... Uh, I haven't recorded a podcast in a long time, so it's hard to get all these levels right, but we're, we're working through it, um, and hopefully you enjoyed last week's episode where we talked about our personal top 10 favorite movies. Um, I did. I, you know, just... Uh, you enjoyed yourself? I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed <laughs> myself very much, yeah. I was, yeah. Uh, you know, looking forward to hearing myself talk for two hours. So, yeah. yeah. I hope you guys did, too. <laughs> I, yeah, and Brian, follow-up from last week, um, which we should probably do at the top of every show, I watched The Apartment which was, um, spoiler alert, on your list. That and you, was. You lent it to me last week, and uh, I had not seen it, and it lived up to all the hype. Um, not a lot of movies I watch live up to the hype like that, but people have told me for years what a great script it is and what um, how incredible the acting was and all that. And it was just really, I don't know, my, my lady watched it with me, and she loved it too. I think, I think it's a good movie that it definitely works across uh, a lot of different levels. Yeah. And uh, works, there's a little something there for everybody. And and like you said too, now both both myself and Joey both kind of go back now. Now I want to rewatch Mad Men because uh, that is kind of a direct inspiration I, for Mad Men. It seems like the number one inspiration for Mad Men to me, just the themes in it and the way that people are portrayed and the gender uh, questions it raises. Right, in especially that, especially um, those first couple seasons of Mad Men. Yeah, because when they were still trying to like figure out how they wanted to take the show, that was definitely you could tell that was a. Uh, a jumping off point for them yeah and it's just got a great look to it um it's the kind of movie that like the plot could have just fallen apart and been terrible like it's a very dark plot of oh, like yeah. these people cheating on their spouses and like this like nice guy caught in the middle of it and then you know this woman that comes into his life and and all this and it could have just fallen apart and been just a mess or it could have been really dated by this time and it it held up you i think know? It, i think it and holds up really well the reason for that is the acting is amazing the script is amazing the dialogue is great and the cinematography is really great too i think a lot of it is also uh billy wilder uh you know yeah making it truly i you know people want to talk about various other films and ninochka and all those kind of things but i i think the apartment is definitely his his opus when it comes to that kind of stuff and you know some like it hot people are like oh yeah some like it hot i'm like no it's the apartment all yeah the way. i it I, I really enjoyed it and i could see like the influence on so many other things like i feel like it probably uh influenced david mamet um because oh, yeah. like it's a very like the f film is very much like a stage play in a lot of ways mm -hmm. like you're in this little apartment it's set up like a stage and yep. the, the dialogue is like enjoyable entertaining but it's not always like how people talk in real life right but it's how people talk on the stage yes and it works and you can see that influence on like 
like filmmakers like David Mamet that are screenwriters like David Ma- Mamet saying that, put that coffee down. Yeah. <laughs> Although <laughs> yeah, both, yeah, yeah. both starring Jack Lemmon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's probably no coincidence to that. Probably not. I never thought about that before. That's a really good point. Um, I, it's it's a great movie. Check it out. And Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. For those of you that didn't catch that reference, but uh, that's that's one of my all time. Yeah. Maybe a future podcast that we need to do like best scenes, like single scenes. Yeah, for best movies, single and, scenes and, for movies. And, and, yeah, and that would be uh, that would definitely be one of them. Be for up me. there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and the acting's great in it, and I just like, and it's uh the four like just the, I it's a crazy. It was 1960, right? Yeah. So 1960. Yeah. The like. Some of the themes they bring up in that are like, wow, it's very forward thinking. We're looking at like, like still in the Hollywood system, still, still in a very tight knit kind of, you know, we don't talk about sex, we don't talk about, we don't show those kinds of things in movies, Uh, and for that movie to come out when it did, that was uh, yeah, and it's not completely openly talking about sex, but it's like very clear that 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 Shirley MacLaine is being prostituted in a sense. Yeah, and. Um, and she's amazing in it too. Like she might be even better than Jack Lemmon in it. Like she's oh, just easily spectacular. Which is why um, I think she won Best Actress for that. And such I a think, like no no she didn't. I don't think anybody did when, when acting for that. Uh, she yeah lost, I don't think she so. lost and he lost. They they won Golden Globes for it. They did. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. they did. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know. And like her character is like this like very like they. Uh, in that in a time where women weren't allowed to have strong roles in films, a lot of times like she's right. a strong like force of nature in the film the like. one the one thing that also stands out to me in that movie just showing how racist hollywood was at the time and some can still debate even today yeah uh is that she's an elevator operator in <sighs> in the building and, right and i'm like that wouldn't have happened but because mostly black people were elevator operators would be elevator operators and, uh, yeah but the fact that they wouldn't put black people in the elevator uh and that, that that's but then uh, that brings up in a whole like well it has its ups and downs too, it, yeah, yeah I mean when we get into my list of the list today we're gonna have some uh, discussions about some of that stuff so um, yeah so our topic for today is uh, we're doing kind of a uh, we're doing another list maybe we'll do less every week we don't know yet but yeah, um, we're still, you know we're, we're we're playing it by ear this is definitely like a hot take list though because oh, sure. uh, some for of sure. you might get a little angry at us with this one this is uh, top, our top five films that we're supposed to like. But uh, we just don't like or don't get or uh, basically films that we think are overrated in some way or like held up as classics when we're like, I just don't just doesn't do it for me or or in the case of some of mine, I actively detest. So Yeah, I, some of these I absolutely just despise. Yeah. Um, other ones, I'm just like, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, why? Why is that movie? loved as it is yeah and, and that that more more so for me on those but there's there's definitely a couple on here where i just i'm like no this this movie is just plain out garbage yeah i mean these are films that are like sacred cows that like if you said you didn't like them at a party people would like the record would scratch and, and, and I'm, what I'm, I'm definitely i would totally consider myself a film snob and yeah, yeah. Like saying that i don't like some of these movies people would definitely punch me in the face for, for yeah because as a film aficionado you're supposed to like these movies that's oh, the whole point of the yeah, list exactly, so exactly. um yeah and there's there's various motivations for me putting certain films on here but um yeah it's a uh, I don't know, but uh, yeah, we should just call this podcast "Brian and Joey Shit on Everything." So, <laughs> so I'm much better at talking hey, critically T- about T- Panda things. And BFG shit on everything. That's right. Oh yeah, damn it. <laughs> T Panda and BFG in the morning. All right, um, Brian, you want to get started with your number five on this list? <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm hey, do gonna... you have any other criteria that I didn't go over for these? That... Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a caveat for my number five because uh, it's it's not so much a 
um, a film in particular, just more like one person's genre or one person's work of film okay. that I that I kind of am not on board with. And I want to say this. I want to I want to say this with love in my heart for two things that the man has done that I absolutely love. Um, I'm I'm gonna start off by saying like my number five. Like one one thing I just don't get, and one thing that I'm just like flat out. I David Lynch in general, and. As, yeah. as 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 minus Blue Velvet and anything Twin Peaks associated, but other than that, I don't I don't get it. You're not on Mulholland Drive at all. No, not Mulholland. See, Mulholland Drive. Drive is his weird weirdness, but it kind of works for me. So, right. but like, it's funny that I I meant to put down as my honorable mention Eraserhead, but right. I was like, enough people are like polarized on that film that it didn't <laughs> make my list. But I had to watch it twice in film school and I was like I want this time of my life back it made me actively just depressed I watched it so. I watched it uh, about a year and a half ago and I remember you and I talking about it uh, yeah. when when I watched it because it was in the you know I'm, I'm working my way slowly but surely through the thousand and one movies you must see before you die uh, and that was one of them and I was like oh yeah I'll watch it because it was <clears throat> it was on and I think I recorded it and watched it but um, anyway uh, yeah, Eraserhead definitely not. Um, but even even like movies like The Elephant Man, all right. Yeah. Uh, Wild at Heart, okay, with Nick Cage. And I, yeah. don't get me wrong, he's got some excellent talent in his movies, but yeah. the movies themselves are just not good. They're yeah. just not good. Well, they're good to some people because the people, people that people love David Lynch some love people, them some David Lynch. And, and so. I love I love Blue Velvet. Yeah. I love Blue Velvet, but I think that that's more the acting that comes with it, yeah, rather than like David Lynch's direction. Yeah, because Dennis Hopper is a tour de force in that movie, and you can't stop Dennis Hopper. Yeah, you can't. You can't right, stop him. Yeah, and yeah. He just wound him up and let him go. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, and Blue Velvet just one that I absolutely have so much love for. But uh, and then Twin Peaks, freaking loved that show. Uh, it was so ahead of its time, and even still with like the new season. You're, re- you're watching the new season? Or <coughs> I, you I just finished. Yeah, I finished okay. a couple yeah. weeks ago. I saw ago. you yeah. post about that and, on Facebook. Uh, I haven't seen any Twin Peaks. Ever. I've never seen it. Wow. I remember it being on TV yeah. at the time, and I remember it being like, my mom and dad would be like, "This is so weird!" Like watching the first couple minutes of yeah. it and then turning it off. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's and, how and weird it was. There are so definitely some weird mind. moments. Yeah. For sure, there's some weird moments in Twin Peaks, but just what? I mean, not so much the second season <laughs> where I mean he had a whole wide range of stuff since it was on Showtime. Yeah, but to have that show originally on network television. Yeah, it was a groundbreaking thing because it was like it really was like they just. I, I mean, I. It, to think it was in the 80s, right? So it's like late uh, 80s. 90, 91, I 91, think. early yeah. 90s. Yeah. Just to like allow him to do that on network TV was still pretty, you know, reserved at the yeah. time. That, and, that'd, be, uh, that'd be crazy yeah. to have on network television right now. It would, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but you, you look at like shows that wouldn't exist, like Lost would never be a thing without yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, yeah. like I said, no hatred on Twin Peaks or Blue Velvet, but the rest of his what work about? is not. And, and you know Dune. What about Dune? I I I don't like it. It's not a good movie. I it's it's not. They it, he hacks the plot up too much, but I did like the look of it, and I like some of the acting in it. Right. And, um, and, and I thought it had a cool look for the time. How and, much like, of that is him versus how much of that was like uh, Jorowski? Okay. Yeah, right, doing that, the doing, laying the like, laying groundwork the for this work. weird stuff exactly. and being like, okay, I mean, we'll like, do this. Like Jorowski was already weird and i think david lynch was like, oh yeah this this sounds like something that he could fall into but I think yeah i wonder a, how much he looked at i wonder if david lynch was exposed to all that they but don't I think there was a lot of that. studio meddling in that too 
Oh, there uh, was, and it was supposed to be like eight hours long or something, right, and right. like, which is uh, like, how do you tell that story in one two-hour movie anyway? I mean, they, the Sci-Fi Channel version of it was okay. It was okay. It was, like, it was better on the plot side. True. Less true. on the, the less on the effects yeah, yeah. and like all that stuff. Right. But, um, uh, but no, no, no. I mean, yeah, like what anyway, they were able to do with like the sound, the sandworm effects, uh, and and stuff like that. That yeah. was that was pretty cool. Um, and friggin' uh, Kyle McLaughlin is uh, yeah, is Paul. Was yeah. Perfect I thought casting. it was great. Yeah, perfect casting. It's really good. But, uh, the movie itself just does not hold up well. Yeah, it's at confusing, all. and it's I don't know. I still love it just for what it is. So I think it's because I don't have any like no, I don't have a lot of Dune to go with. Right. So it's right. like I'll like just enjoy Dune whatever I get. Dune. Yeah. Both both of us are, are both lovers of of the uh, of the book. Dune. You should shout out that Jodorowsky movie. Uh, what's the documentary? Yeah, Jodorowsky's Dune. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a documentary about uh, what's his first name. Andre Andre Jordarowski Some, or something, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, famous uh, avant-garde director who tried to make Dune um, back in the 70s, right? 70s, 60s, yeah. Or early 70s. 70s. Yeah. And it's a really good, uh, you know, obviously he, he failed, but it's a really good documentary about that. We should know his name. That's I know. Shameful. Alejandro. How dare you? Alejandro. Alejandro. Yeah, you were, you were close. Yeah, that was you were close. close, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, which is what I'm really excited. I'm really excited about uh, Denis Villeneuve's <coughs> Uh, Dune. Yeah, it still fucks me up that that's how you say his name, but <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, uh, one, one of those days. Yeah. One of those days. Villanueva. It's Villanueva. But, uh, yeah. Um, for sure. No, uh, David So that's Lynch. your number five? Yeah, that's my David number five. Lynch, David, like David, a general, like... Just in general, David yeah. Lynch movies, I, I don't have time for them. Yeah, I got it. I'll allow it. Uh, my number five is uh, a movie that's beloved to many people. And I encourage you that if you, if it's been beloved to you from years ago watching it, go watch it again. It's uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Ooh, okay. Um, All right. That movie, like, I like, I just don't think that's a good movie. Like, it's a, it's like I know it's a classic, right? And I know it's like all this pedigree to it, but like, a like the plot is a mess. Oh, it's yeah. B, uh, Audrey Hepburn is great in it, but her character is horrific oh she's a terrible person her character is abusive yes. and treats other people poorly mm -hmm. the whole movie and gets rewarded for it you know i mean she has some but bad all, things befall it, to her i don't you know, she you know there's some awful stuff that happens to her but, but like it, but it works out because you know we hug a cat in the rain and everything works out yeah that's why it's just like <laughs> treacle to me it's like i don't know i just i can't get it and the fact that like she is a hero to so many people like i'm not saying the actress i mean that character holly go lightly right, right is yeah, the yeah. name mm -hmm. It's just like go back and look at her character. Like she treats everybody around her terribly. Mm -hmm. You oh, know, she, and, she uses people. Yeah, and not to mention uh, Mickey Rooney as. Oh yeah, as the <sighs> boy, just as this racist stereotype of an Asian character, which is like, if you were gonna do that, why didn't you hire an Asian person to play that role? But like, because it's 1960s Hollywood. Jeez, it is really bad on it's. It's so bad. Like I try not to hold things like that against movies from that time because right. it's like, well, we need to point that out and we need to note it that exists in that film. But it doesn't mean we have to throw the whole film away. A lot of times. His performance is so rotten. I just say, just throw the whole fucking movie in the trash. I think, I think in people the in the 1960s even realized that, like, ooh, that's a little... Like, ooh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it is, like, Bugs Bunny-level offensive. Like, you know how Bugs, <laughs> there's old Bugs Bunny cartoons that are super offensive? Right. It's, like, on that level, but an actual live-action actor yeah, I don't, portraying I, I don't think there's Asian anybody character. that was ever championing uh, yeah. Mickey Rooney in, Bre in Breakfast at Tiffany's. No, not at all. <laughs> Most people just kind of sweep it under the rug when right. they talk about it being their favorite movie or whatever, and I'm right. just like, man, I cannot separate that from the rest I, of it. I don't it. see 
how man. you can say that that is your favorite movie and be a okay person with that. Yeah, that's why I question, like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, okay, well, I don't know. Let's see how you treat the people in your life, and we'll uh, right. reevaluate. Cause, but like, I feel like the people that really love Breakfast at Tiffany's are the people who don't see that as being a, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are... In my mind, the people that really love Breakfast at Tiffany's are the same people that post like Marilyn Monroe quotes on their on their Facebook page, or you know, like they. It, it's more the image of who Holly Golightly is as a uh, as as Audrey Hepburn being kind of like this free, independent. Yeah, woman. they. I mean, the argument is she don't give a fuck. So right, it's like, right. And I get that. I understand that. But she don't give a fuck to the point where it's like, uh, sometimes you gotta give a fuck about other people and yeah. not just think about yourself. She's like one of the most selfish characters in sentiment i don't know i hate to bash it um but i don't know just, no no that's no my number I, five, I, so. I, I i in in doing my research for this i never even that never even came across my mind yeah uh, breakfast at tiffany's because you know it's like oh yeah audrey hepburn and who, who doesn't love audrey hepburn i mean yeah um, she's, she's she's fantastic yeah uh, and the style her style i understand why people love her style right, in that movie because right. the fashion in that movie is amazing and oh like, yeah she looks great, and like she carries the the dresses they have her in are like amazing. And, I like, think Truman Capote had a lot of influence like, on that, uh, even that he, aspect of that it. Aspect yeah, of I, w- I would assume yeah. he would have. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I and I don't mean to dump on this from any kind of gender perspective or anything, because I just like her character in general is like just like as a human being, it's like it's questionable to me. <laughs> That's the thing I just harp on. But anyway, I hear you. I'll probably get a lot of grief for that. No, one. no, no. I, I, you know, I. A lot of people I, I love that. I would movie, agree so. with you. I don't hate the movie, but yeah. there are definitely aspects where I'm definitely like, I'm like, hey, yeah, let's let's take this with a grain of salt when we took yeah. a look at Mickey Rooney here, where it's like, okay, this is clearly how they used to make movies, yeah, uh, <laughs> before any kind of Asian American. Can you imagine like showing that? I mean, I wonder how many like high school kids. You teach high school. How yeah. many high school kids watch that movie? Can you imagine them seeing that? Like, oh, high today? school kids are woke now. Yeah, like, they, they know are. Stuff, they are. They, you know? they, they and, like for they them to see that and be they like, pay attention to that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, like. um you know, we watched, I can't remember what movie it was, and they said, uh, I, I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody here, they said retard in the movie, and the kids were just, like, taken aback. They're like, oh. Yeah, because it's, like, like, a shocking yeah, thing. Yeah, like, you, yeah, because, I mean, like, like, you don't hear that word ever. Yeah. And, and rightfully so. I mean, like, you shouldn't shouldn't have to, you know, like, I don't see why it was, but, I mean, like, like when I was growing up, and Joey, I'm sure, and the same yeah. with you, it's like, I mean, you just, you, you called people retards because they were acting stupid or foolish or whatever it might be. Uh, you know. Yeah, and that was wrong, but right. we learned that it was wrong and changed. But yeah, like, when you yeah. look at a document from back then, something like a movie or a TV show that brings that up and right. uses it, it's like, yeah, it's shocking. Right. Like, and I mean, that. that that could go with, you know, like uh, toxic masculinity and uh movies from the 80s and yeah. you know any anything like i mean like that that's any kind of you you have to look at them within the time that they're from, the time frame that they're made you do and, and you have to be critical of them and i'm more critical of them like things like uh john hughes movies and stuff like that oh, like yeah. looking back at those and being like wow that movie's like if you look at the like pieces of that it's kind of hard to like some of that stuff now right. and it's okay to like reevaluate your like views on that stuff i Absolutely. think i think you I should mean, as like I, a consumer you shouldn't like just be like well we have to like separate art from blah 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 like i think you have no, to look no, at i mean i think it goes hand piece. in hand yeah i think it goes hand in hand and i think that also you know movies say different things at different points in your life yeah, where they do. you know it's like okay <laughs> as as a teenager breakfast club 100% I would be like yeah man that movie is is all my jam and like, yeah. you know like yeah I, like that movie gets me as a teenager but now looking back on it at you know almost 34 I'm just like uh yeah Bender's an asshole and Molly Ringwald can you know suck like a bag of dicks for being like being a t- so rude yeah, yeah, yeah being exactly. so horrible you know? yeah yeah 
So, uh, <clears throat> and also Emilio Estevez, just just deal with it, okay? Yeah, yeah. you got a shitty home life with your dad because he wants you to wrestle and be good. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It is like both. It is fascinating and terrifying to revisit things from your past uh, that you like loved, like movies and things like that. Right. And like some of them, I just don't do it because I don't want to go back and have it ruined. But like, it's very interesting to look at things like that you 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 enjoyed as a child. Oh know, yeah, like, and review it. And that should maybe be another list. Um, yeah, oh yeah, that we do. It, it's, like, it's it's funny too because you, things that don't hold up. You uh, you go back and watch like I've I've got the I'm looking at it right now. I've got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles box set. Uh, Ooh, yeah. from the cartoon, the cartoon classic of the uh, late '80s, early '90s, and uh, going back and watching some of those things, and I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like, yeah. Like, even in the '90s, you're like, whoa! <laughs> like that's that's not that's not cool to say that now, you know? Like you you wouldn't be able to get away with that some of some of that stuff. Yeah. But, uh, speaking on uh, going like shitting on things from childhood, uh, that that goes into my number four. Yeah, go for um, it. <clears throat> I'll go with the. It's kind of a kind of a twofer here. Uh, both produced by Steven Spielberg, um, and I'm, all right, I'm with you. I'm I'm pretty sure uh, directed by the same guy. Maybe I'm not not. I don't think Richard Donner directed Gremlins, um, but uh, the Goonies and Gremlins kind of oh. combined there. I know, oh. I know, I know. That's a gut punch oh. right there. It's a gut punch. I'll be back in a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> um, more more the Gremlins than the Goonies. Really? Um, yeah, like. I, I don't like either of these movies, okay? Wow. I can understand their iconic aspect uh-huh. and why people really do love them. Uh, but Gremlins, when's the last time you actually watched Gremlins? Um, probably 1990 or so, okay, 93. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's been not, a while. It's not a good movie. Yeah? It, it's okay. not a good movie. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Phoebe Cates, you put her in any movie, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, Because right? right. Phoebe Cates was, oof, still is. Oh, Kevin Klein, you're a lucky man, sir. Yeah. Uh, shout out. If you want to call anytime, we'll call the show. Call we got to get a number yeah, set yeah, up. Exactly. For... <laughs> exactly. Um, tell us how awesome it is to be married to Phoebe Cates. Yeah. And uh, the fact that, like, you know, the, the man's wet dream of her coming out of the pool, you get to live that every day. Congratulations, <laughs> sir. From uh, Fast Times Fast Times Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but it's not a good movie. It, it has a lot of pacing issues. Um, the the dad and the parents in that movie, I, and I think that was a big thing in the '80s anyway. Was just like you know parents that are just willy nilly and aloof with their children, like kids. Yeah, they able, just kind of disappear. Yeah, like, yeah. In there, the movie, there aren't right? parents so in movies like, yeah. in the '80s. Yeah, and uh, or at least if there are, they're very socially also inept. the main character is supposed to be like a teenager or something and he's like 40 yeah. like <laughs> yeah. i think he's yeah. it's weird like he's he's working in a bank i guess he is in college or I think something he, or like he's he, supposed to be college age college age yeah. but but very much sold as like a high school because you know younger type, dude, young, yeah. much younger yeah. than he mm-hmm. actually i think is um but it works for gremlins too like yeah. where he's i'm like yeah you're of age now and right like, you 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 have an adult job and uh, stuff like that, but that it actually fits with who you are. Um, the side characters are terrible. Um, <clears throat> none of the none of the surrounding community members are good people, and yeah. uh, like there's nothing redeeming. They're one they're one off characters. Yeah, as in like this is their one thing that they bring to the I table. See that? And there's yeah. no there's no development there's no development of anybody. It, yeah. it's just like hey, here's this weird thing that happened with you know gremlins. Don't get them wet. Don't feed them after midnight. That's uh, all you need, though, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> You're overthinking things. Like, I know, that's but the I'm just saying. It was it, okay. About and and, and the, the caveat about both of these movies, too, for me, is that I did not see them until I was an adult. Okay, right. Until I was see, like 22 ish. Okay, yeah. Like first time I saw Goonies, I was probably like 20. Yeah. Right? See, that changes. Like Goonies was one of those movies that like we rented for a sleepover party, right. At somebody's house for their birthday. 
and blew our minds. Yeah. You know, I think I probably saw it in the theater too, but then we rented it again and like right. we all wanted to be one of the characters from it and this and that. And it more so than Gremlins, I find Gremlins is more accepted by people like you're younger than me. You're like right. ten years younger than me or so. I think um seven. Seven eight. years younger. With within a decade yeah, younger yeah, yeah, than yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I find that people that are younger in like a younger slightly younger generation than me definitely don't uh, hold the Goonies up like we right, do. Like right. it's like my generation loves the Goonies yep. and nobody else gets it. Well, and it's like I feel like the same movie. It's it's like the same movie, but different circumstances. Is the Sandlot for my generation? Yeah, yeah. And I totally like. I understand. <laughs> like I haven't even seen the whole movie. Right. I'll be honest with you, yeah, yeah. but I know every single quote and this and that from mm-hmm. it, and I just don't understand why yeah. it's so beloved. Right. I don't. It could have been on my list. Yeah. I should have been on my list. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's a very good point. And that's because that was your generation's, exactly. like, Goonies. Like, right. That was Sandlot your thing. Sandlot was, and, like, like, you're like, you don't say bad things about the Sandlot. No, know? that's the same way I am with Goonies, man. You're here <laughs> talking fight. trash if about you, if my you, If you hear a scuffle on history. The, in the background, that's just us fighting. Okay? Yeah. That's, that's, like that's I said, when we disagree with things about things, we we vehemently disagree oh, yeah. about things. Like but spitting acid I'll give other. you that, though. I'll give you that. I understand. And I try not to defend Goonies in that way anymore because I'm like, oh, it's just my thing. Right. And right. it's nobody else's, and that's just how it was. Like, and it, it's not like I detest either of those movies. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's not the point of this list. No, it's no, no. like, you just don't. Uh, I, just, I don't, I don't, understand, I don't the, understand the hype. Yeah. I, I don't understand um, the the fascination. And you look at, like, it, it's, it's hard to distance myself having watched a lot of movies like I have uh, and having seen really good acting. Yeah. Kids can't act for shit. All right. Yeah. Especially in the Goonies, where oh man. no, no. Um, Sean Astin. Thank God he turned out to be better later on, like Rudy and Lord of the Rings. And what about know. Josh Brolin as Brandon? That no, come on man. No, that was his first movie, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I yeah. think it was his first movie. Funny story is that he went to a '80s party dressed as him once. Um, really? Like as an adult? Oh, yeah. Okay. Recently, he went as a, to an '80s party. Off. Oh yeah, for sure. He's <laughs> a beautiful man. He is. Uh, yeah. He's strangely like. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. Josh Brolin, you got it together, sir. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> and like, he's in everything, so it's great. It's yeah, like, yeah, and stepmom, Barbara. He's Streisand. taking the I mean, Michael yeah. Fassbender spot of like being in everything and I think being so. super yeah. handsome. Michael Fassbender like, took like, Michael yeah. Fassbender was there for like a hot minute for like five years. Yeah, and was in everything, yeah, everything, and a little then, little roles. Yeah, like whatever. Big roles, yeah. little roles, big roles. Literally, uh, shame yeah. if anybody saw that one. Good lord, Michael Fassbender has an amazing penis. Uh, like, I have not seen that, Brian, but that's <laughs> that's a list for another day. Speaking from a purely heterosexual point of view, why? Watch Shame. Literally, the first two minutes of that movie, he walks past like a dresser, and he's totally naked. That might be a stunt dick, though. You don't know. I don't know, man. I I think from 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 reports around around town, uh, (laughs) you you really go deep on uh, the the Fassbender trivia there. I'm telling you, I I stand by it. Like he's he's one of those few actors where it's like you put him in your if you put him in your movie, you have a license to print money. Yeah, because I'll watch him in anything. I I will watch Michael Fassbender in anything because the first time I think the first thing I ever remember watching him in was in Glorious Bastards. Yeah, uh, like where he was like significant in that movie. Yeah, I was right. Like, Who the hell is you this guy, him? man? Yeah. Just like his his electric <laughs> magnetism that he has, um, and and that like works on a whole magneto level there too. He's got yeah, he's <clears> got <throat> that same what je ne sais quoi as like uh, Michael uh, uh, John Hamm, but yeah. John Hamm yeah, kind of yeah, gets yeah. pigeonholed because mm-hmm. of the TV stuff. Right. But like he's got that same sort of like John Hamm. They by almost the way, seem like a fifties movie star that. Got teleported like, to like Cary Grant, yeah. like Cary Grant. Yeah. I feel like he yeah. has that uh, John Hamm, especially. Uh, but you, yeah. John Hamm probably has one of the best. He, he's like that guy that like, hey, we need somebody funny for this role. 
yeah. John Hamm. Yeah. Because he's absolutely a scream in anything you've Yeah, he think. is really funny. People um, people underrate his uh his comedic chops. His comedic he's chops really are good. He's unheard. always good on the SNL when he's SNL, on SNL, uh, yeah. Ham and Bubbly. That was one of like one yeah. of my favorite uh skits that they did. Also, um Thirty Rock when he was on Thirty Rock. Yeah. Uh absolutely hilarious, John Hamm. <clears throat> so uh yeah, that was uh that was my my number four there. Uh, Goonies and Gremlins, um, which is weird because I have like the three pack on the wall over here. Yeah, uh, it's Goonies, Gremlins, and Gremlins too. Well, I'll just the, be taking this. that with me because you don't deserve to have that <laughs> yeah, okay, anymore. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> that one's that one's no longer yours. Okay. <laughs> uh, so mine, what is where, where are we at? My number, number four. four? Number okay, four, yeah. my number four. Uh, this one is one that I brought up on Facebook recently in one of my hot takes I do every week. Uh, I've said, you know. C- much to uh, some people's uh, dislike that uh, Kevin Smith has never had a good film, okay. never made a good film. And so my number four is Clerks. All right. Um, Clerks is a film that I used to like a lot more than I do now because I was in film school in the late 90s. So the two people that everyone wanted to be was Quentin Tarantino because of Reservoir Dogs and um, the first movie. Pulp the, Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Sorry. Got that backwards. Yeah. All right, Reservoir we're going to edit that part. <laughs> Our memory is shot. So everybody wanted to be Quentin Tarantino because of those two films, or they wanted to be Kevin Smith because of Clerks. And Clerks was this like phenomenon that came and like was shocking, and it was shocking dialogue, and it was like low budget and like obviously cheaply made, and a bunch of dick jokes in it, and blah blah blah. You know, super like oriented towards dude humor but not in a wacky way right like uh something like the great adam sandler's films (laughs) it's more of like a serious way like these are the way dudes talk and you know the blah 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 and i get dudes talk when they're literally by themselves trying to kill time yeah and and i get that i understand that but like and maybe i'm just put off by it by i was around so many people that wanted to be the next kevin smith when i was in film school and i was just like kind of turned off by it eventually but like i just don't think that's it's not a good not a good film okay it's not well made it's not like well put together the like plot is like all over the place like there is no plot there is no it is just talking Mm -hmm. and um i just like the the luster of like Oh, this shocking! Oh, wow! This is the first time I've heard that dick joke on a film. Is like <laughs> lost on me now. And I think that if I think that if that film was made now, it would just come and go, and no one would notice it. It wouldn't get made now. That's that's. The it whole probably thing. wouldn't get made. Well, <clears throat> I, uh, my point is that it would get made as a YouTube movie that right. somebody just made on their phone or yeah. something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. that's. We didn't have like YouTube back then to like have these little vignettes and stuff that people make all the time, and we we're just inundated with like, you know. I don't know what I'm no, trying no, to say. No, no, like, no. I mean, we're inundated with this like cheap throwaway dialogue type shit right. all the time. Like you, and it's just like kind of like I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm kind of stepping on my own toes here, but I, I feel like uh, first of all, uh, Mr. Smith, I, I've met you before. You're a wonderful person. <laughs> um, don't. Please, please come on our show and, and, and talk. I'll stay off the show the week that you come on the show and you be the guest host, then it'll all be okay. I, I, I will totally spend as much time as you want talking about anything, uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, I, I am a Kevin Go Smith Go ahead and fan. defend him. I, I, like, I, bring I, it I, out I, here. Come on. I, I, you said you I wanted to. So. I, I don't have uh, you know anything other than just, I think, a lot of nostalgia. for Because for, I feel like Kevin Smith movies, 
uh, all kind of came around the same time as like my my film awakening when uh, when when I first really got into mm-hmm. movies and stuff. And um, <clears throat> it also holds a, a very special place because that's how like me and my high school friends bonded over a lot of Kevin mm-hmm. Smith films. I get that. And um, so you know we we st- we told those dick jokes and like also comic book humor and film humor and just like in jokes and stuff and and that's half the fun for me is like catching all the references yeah that he has and not just clerks but also like mall rats and chasing amy and all these things i'm like oh yeah he's referencing this or talking about and like i could literally go through i could spend a whole podcast just talking about like the references in kevin smith movies and bored joey to tears over here um that's the same reason I don't like Family Guy, though. Right. Because it's, like, referential in a way that I'm like, oh, isn't that awesome when they refer and all this stuff? And yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, but what's the point? Like, what's your payoff I, and, for and, it? And that's 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 the thing. There is no payoff. It's yeah, just like, it is oh, just, yeah, they're referencing that thing that I love that I you yeah. know, saw that one time or that I know about. And But now we're so, like I said, we're so inundated with that type of, like, humor or that type of, like, all of our culture is just retro, like, looking back and reminiscing about things, how awesome things were. Don't you remember this thing that no one else remembers? Like, and, like, it was special for the time, but like I said, like, over time, I feel like that movie holds up less and less. Oh, I I, I don't dispute that. Yeah. Um, I I love the movie, but I don't, uh, you know, I'm not going to. I'm gonna be like, hey, this is a movie that if uh, you know you want to watch it, it's it's there. But, yeah. Um, it, it's it's one of those where uh, if it's not yours, if it's not your cup of tea, man, I get it. Like, I, I get that I, people not, because, love it because yeah. I will say this. I will say this. Like, <clears throat> I have. I that was one of those movies where you know, ten years ago, I would have been like, dude, you haven't seen Clerks. Yeah. What's wrong with like, you? Like, like we're yeah. gonna watch that right yeah. now. Like, I'm gonna yeah. take you back and we're gonna watch this right now. Um, and and because that was just me being that asshole when i was 21 um <clears throat> but uh it, it's also one of those things where uh i i do like that kind of referential humor uh, at times but i feel like it has ruined other humor and comedies to the point where like that's that seems to be the only thing that we really see now yeah um, and there's a cynical side of it that's like devoid of a lot of joy in right, a way that's right. like I don't think it was his intent, but it kind of like it definitely permeates through a lot of things now. And there's that sort of like right. energy to that mm-hmm. in a way. And I think maybe that's part of what turns me off to it too. But um, I don't know. Like I said, I get why people like his stuff. I actually like Kevin Smith's like spoken word stuff better than just about anything he's oh, yeah. done. His Q and A's, his like, like stories, his, his Hollywood stories. Yeah. Oh my gosh, fantastic. those are great. And like I actually really like Dogma a lot. Um, I also don't think it's a great film, but I like Dogma uh, and Chasing Amy. I like uh, enough right. that I would watch it again over Clerks. Yeah, but yeah. I actually like Clerks two better than Clerks one, which I almost too. nobody would say that. I, I, I like Clerks two better. Yeah, that's not saying much because I didn't like it that much. But I like. <laughs> I thought the dialogue was better and stuff in that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Kevin Smith too, like. And it, this may be me being unfair to him, but like when he started smoking weed like five years ago or whatever long, probably ten years ago yeah, now, yeah. he didn't smoke weed back when he made Clerks and stuff, and he right. started smoking weed, and then he just like went off the rails of like I'm just gonna be wacky, crazy. Let's let's do a movie about dude becoming a walrus, like yeah, that, because that we told a joke on a podcast. Yeah, I know Tusk was garbage. Yeah, well, did you see Yoga Hosers? I did. not. I hope you did not no, because I have heard it is trash, and I will not watch it. So <laughs> yeah. No, I, I haven't seen Yoga Hosers, yeah. um, but Tusk was one of the that 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 was one of those movies that like okay I, I need that hour and a half of my life back. Yep. Uh, because we that, should do a list of that. Oh man, 
Yeah. Word, write these down. Again. Users, write, write these down and send them to us so that we uh, don't have to take notes ourselves. Yeah, so. yeah. Listeners, our one listener. Ryan's mom, write this down so we can have it later. Well, that's my number. Uh, my mom my would just four. be like, well, I don't like this movie. And I'm like, mom, that's freaking like, you know, there will be blood. And Brian, why are you cursing in the <laughs> show so much? Uh, you know, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mom. Uh, um, she knows. She knows. Yeah. I, I don't curse around her. It's just, you know, she. but this is part of my life. Yeah. I can thank my father for that 21-year Navy man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, a good but, uh, Yeah, yeah. And blame dad for the cursing. There you go. All, All right. right. Number three for you. Uh, number three for me is... Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of torn. I had I, I it was like all these like weird, not really weird, but just like movies that I felt were overhyped. I had like Million Dollar Baby up there uh, because I was like, what the fuck is this movie? Like you know, it's Clint Eastwood and uh, Hillary Swank, and like I don't get it. The last yeah. the last hour of that movie yeah. is just depressing as fuck. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I thought about Monsters Ball because that movie is also trash, uh, and Halle Berry got an Oscar for it in a yeah. role that was terrible. Yeah. Like, her role in uh, Last Boy Scout, where she played a stripper, was better yeah. than the entirety of Monster's Ball. All right? That's just a movie that, like, yeah, did you, when was the last time you thought about Monster's Ball? Exactly. Nobody fucking remembers exactly. that movie. Because it was just, like, art artsy for the time and not good and, like, got too much accolades because of, like, being edgy or whatever. It was and, like, edgy. Yeah. What was edgy about it? Nothing. It wasn't it's, edgy. It's, it was, like, faux white, edgy. It's, like, it's a white yeah. guy having sex with a black woman, and then she got an Oscar for being basically fucked on camera, you know? Yeah, it's like, there's, a, there's a level of, like... And everybody's, oh, so powerful, so powerful. I'm like, no. Yeah, it's <laughs> offensive in a way. It is. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I wonder if there's been any think pieces about the like racial dynamics in that film like I recently. I, I have to yeah. look that up. It might be interesting to read That'd some. Be a good one. I always see movies like this, and I'm like, man, has somebody written an article about how fucked up this shit is in this? Yeah. And then I'll go and like look it up, and then because of course I'm not gonna write it myself, right? That would take me <laughs> much time. So, that's, yeah. that's uh, yeah. We got time to do yeah. this, but no time to write <laughs> yeah. write shit down, right? Uh, but speaking on the uh, the, the racial <laughs> politics and a, a more recent a more recent choice, uh, I'm going to go number three. Get out. Really? Yeah, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Well, go um, ahead. I think that uh, one. The, I I had to watch it twice because the first time I just did not get it. Like, yeah, I, I watched it the first time and I was like, what the fuck did I just watch? Because I saw it. Uh, I didn't see it when it came out. I saw yeah. it. Right around the time that it got all the Oscars buzz, and mm-hmm. like it, it had been nominated, but it hadn't won anything yet, um, he did win Best Screenplay, and that mystifies me because yeah. I, I I don't get it. Um, all right, all right. So yeah, um, he Best Screenplay. It, I I just don't understand. It's not very well uh, scripted, in my opinion. Uh, the plot doesn't go anywhere with what they're trying to do. They bring up a lot of questions uh, in terms of like, okay, yeah, clearly there's some brainwashing involved. There's all these things happening. Uh, you mean like the technical aspects of how the plot works? Yes. Like, yeah. Okay. It, it does. It like he's trying to like he's he's trying to hide certain aspects of the film uh-huh. without giving away what's happening and right. Know, but that kind of breaks it, some of the logic. For it, you. Does, yeah. it does. It does. I it, could it, see that. And it, and it falls apart. It falls apart there. I feel. Uh, yeah, it, it comes back together, and I love that. I, I I will say this: I really enjoyed the ending and the way that they, you know, they had like the police are coming, and you're like, oh, he's fucked now. But then it's his friend, his buddy. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> which right. I, I read. Uh, I read a thing where it said that um, that was not the original. Ending. Yeah, I read that too. Uh, the original yeah. ending was supposed to be where he did get arrested, or uh, yeah, they. Um, man, there's a great uh, on Shutter. There's a great documentary about. Um, 
African-American filmmaking and the history of like horror, right. uh, African-American horror films in particular. Blackula. And they, uh, yeah, they go, they shoot, <laughs> they cover Blackula, um, all the like exploitation films right, right, right. and Jordan Peele's a big part of that. And he actually talks about how like the, the original ending was originally inspired. The original ending was inspired by Night of the Living Dead. Okay. Cause that movie has a very grim ending that yeah. deals with the police and stuff. Right. And, um, they, for some reason they did this, uh, the other ending with the friend showing up. Um, cause I think he wanted it to not be completely miserable at the right, end and right. like actually like kind of have a uplifting message or like you feel better about it. I also <laughs> felt that way yeah. though about, I mean like that, that I really liked the ending with that. Uh, and, and I felt that that was something that saved that movie a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it was just the payoff, the build up, everything like that. It just, it lacked. So your main problem is with like the, the way the, the moving pieces, how the moving pieces works. did not yeah. fit well together for, you. for me. But you liked us. You like, you really I, liked I us. I really liked us because the, here's the difference between us and get out. Us made me think, Mm-hmm. about that movie where like i want to see us again i have not seen it the second time i haven't seen um, the first time so I but watch uh it. yeah, you, yeah i want one, to one, i really want to check out us made me think about things on a whole different level yeah then like and i love movies that make me think get out didn't make me think about things where us did uh get right out, get out was just like oh yeah whatever all right um and, and yeah. i just didn't understand all the hype surrounding it and i get it man i get why uh, I, I I see why it's important. Like it's de- I, like I'm not taking anything away from Jordan Peele. Twilight Zone. I saw the first episode the other day. Uh, yeah, it, it was really good. Yeah, we just signed up for the uh, CBS All Access because right like on. Twilight Zone is my favorite TV show of all time. I was when I was gonna go back to for film studies. I was actually gonna study the Twilight Zone, not film. Right. Um, that's what I wanted to do. Like my thesis on and stuff. And uh, it's obviously really uh, scared about somebody else doing, you know, yeah. their own version of it. But he's like the perfect choice oh, for it. Yeah. I was and, saying and, this like and you want to talk about like referential not saying that like the Twilight Zone is referential but I'm just saying like there's a man who takes something that we know about yeah and then totally does his own thing twists it, it and yeah. but it's like fresh and it's right. like respectful to the other things and, and, and like, you can make that yeah. argument about get out like okay it's the yeah. classic you know horror type uh comedy where uh, you know, oh, you think things are going to go this way, but they're not. Yeah. And I, there's a lot of Twilight Zone and Get Out. There um, is. There, there is. is. And um, it, it does feel that way. That's why I liked it, I think, right. more than you did. But yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot I, of Twilight Zone in us. Yeah, I'm sure there is. And, yeah. and, that, and you, that's one you definitely need to check out when you get a chance. But, but it's no coincidence that he was chosen to do the Twilight Zone, or that he want. I assume right. he wanted to do it. Was like, to, let me yeah. do this. Yeah, like, yeah. it's really, I think it's really cool that he's doing it. So. I like that he flips, like, societal norms and like challenges what we know about white people and African Americans and in Hollywood and films and stuff like that. Like that's a great thing. Um, and, and Key and Peele was one of the all time great duos. Uh, Oh yeah. If you haven't seen, uh, if you haven't seen Keanu, uh, that's one you definitely need to check out because the two of them playing off one another was hilarious. Uh, that was another underrated classic that came out a few years ago, but, um, Yeah, get out. Just uh, not taking anything. Uh, Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, it's not Kaluuya. Kaluuya is how. Yeah, he's the yeah. main guy. He's that. he's great. Uh, he's a great actor. Um, I, I can't stand Allison Williams. I think that has a lot to do yeah. with uh, her just Marnie Michaels and girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dispo- right. What is a despisable yeah. character? I just cannot yeah. stand. It, really, she was just playing an extension of that. Right. Um, and uh, Bradley Whitford, though. I'll take yeah, that. Yeah. I'll take all the Bradley Rifford you yeah, can man. give me. Also Eric, in the great Eric, uh, Eric, <laughs> Billy Madison. Billy Madison, yeah. <laughs> Eric drinks his Not own Not to bring pee. that, yeah. 
I will make uh, Billy Madison references for the rest of this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the rest totally of our fine. run on this for how many years hey, we do this. So. Yeah. <laughs> Got any gum? Um, cool. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I need to see us. I really do need yeah. to see that. It, so it, that's it, it's tough. It's tough because, I mean, like, us had a huge battle because everybody was going to compare it to get out and they did and it feels like people fall into they're like they re, they're polarizing they really love right. one or really love right. the other and, so. and I, I i i don't hate get out but i just don't understand all the hype around it yeah. um we're also seeing a filmmaker like right come and, into his and, own like that's become really what he's going to be Peele is like i'm like this dude has so many cool stories to tell yeah that I cannot wait to see what he does next. Yeah, what's he gonna like? Once he's like, he's still perfecting his craft, Easily. and he's already at this level. So yeah. it's like, wow, like, yeah. It's, yeah. Who would have thought, like, one of those idiots from Mad TV? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> There's so many good Keen Peele skits too. There um, are. Speaking of Gremlins, uh, I don't know if you've seen the sequel, Doctor, uh, where he goes in and he's nah. like, uh, it's it's like the pitch meeting for Gremlins Two. Oh yeah, no, and, I haven't uh, seen that. And and um. Keegan Michael Key is uh, playing like the the director. Or he's he's the guy leading the meeting. Yeah. And he's like, all right, guys, Gremlins, fantastic movie. What do we want to do for the sequel? You know, and they're yeah. it's like, let's go around the table. And then all of a sudden, Jordan Peele shows up, and he's like this flamboyantly kind of gay uh, sequel doctor. And yeah. He comes in, he's like, he's like, tell me what you want. Tell me <laughs> what you want. And like he's like, well, what about a lady Gremlin? And it's like lady Gremlin, boobies, love it, move on. You know, it's yeah. just, it, it, absolutely. It's hilarious. all. It's like yeah. a map of how. Yeah. how it, 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 like they go around the table. It's like, what about Spider made. Gremlin? What about all these things? Yeah. And, it's, and then like he's like, he's like, no, none of those things will be in the movie. And then like it shows up like black t- black background, white titles. You know, it's like all of these things were in Gremlins too. <laughs> 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 so yeah that's that's, that's one good. if you haven't seen the sequel doctor with uh with jordan peele uh as the gremlins 2 sequel doctor that that's one you need to check out you gotcha uh my number three on this list of films that we think are overrated um is fight club Ooh. it's another one that i think a lot of people just it's a cult classic but it's like i think it's more of a classic than a cult classic at this point because like everybody loves fight club and everybody, yeah. everybody that's, that's, references that's, that's, fight that's club that's more of a hot take than clerks i think you think that is well it's not my number three not my number four that's so right, there right. we go um fight club uh once again like just like edgy for edgy st- i don't like the source material so that's my problem maybe with it originally i've tried to and just failed okay. um i don't like that guy's style chuck palinuk whatever yeah is it palinuk palinuk yeah um i i don't like his style of writing um i find the okay. like the nihilism aspect of it to be like just cliched and okay. boring and especially now where like we live in nihilism so it's like this is different yeah like it was the, when Fight Club came out, it was much more impactful than if it would come out now because people weren't cynical back then right. in a way that they are now, and they weren't like into nihilism and into this and like devoid of hope, right. like we are a lot of times now. Um, yeah, you're looking at like that movie came out in '99. I think so. Yeah, yeah, '99, and uh, you're looking at, like we're rolling off we're rolling off the Reagan '80s and like the dot com '90s. Yeah, okay? right. So, who? It, it, I mean, to be a white american capitalist male yeah why wouldn't you want to be awesome and then like to see that kind of flipped on its head i think that that's why it spoke to a lot of people to a lot yeah um um i think it yeah i agree with that also i think it's just like edgy for edgy's sake for a lot of people and it's like it's not that exciting to me um i do like the acting in it like i love ed norton i love brad pitt yeah um yeah 
But I just like, and I also love David Fincher. Like, oh, David I don't love Fincher. everything David Fincher's done. Like, Alien Three is a piece of shit. Oh, it's terrible. But like, but that's not his fault. I like a lot of his movies. So, yeah. um, yeah. I, I hate to like criticize this, but I, well, I actually don't hate to criticize it because I hate Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, the only redeeming factor is the acting and meatloaf's in it. I love meatloaf, both the artist and eating meatloaf. So, right. you know, gotta gotta go I like with that. The artists, but I don't like meatloaf the food. No, really. I th- I thought you'd be a meatloaf no, guy, you, like traditional like, meatloaf. Like, let's take like, let's take this meatloaf and just slather. I hate ketchup. So yeah, like, I, I'm not. No. My Collis just didn't didn't. I, she made it. But I never ate. No, it. she did. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, Papa so, Collis swears by uh, yeah. the meatloaf, but uh, I love it. I like she, I he meatloaf, loves it. So. I'm not a meatloaf guy. Um, Anyway, back to Fight Club. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just find the movie just like boring to me, and like the subject matter just doesn't hold up. And I just feel like it's like it's not like the twist wasn't. I, you know, I saw it coming a mile away, right. and it just did nothing for me. And it also like once again, I think that a lot of this is is twinged by my like time in film school of like being <laughs> around these like awful, you know like children want to be directors right, like right. just like bratty like yeah i'm gonna be like david fincher and make fight club and yeah. oh so i'm so edgy like those characters are and like it just turns me off to it so hey, just the I, whole the whole i enjoy fight club package I, it's been a while since i've watched it because it's not one that you just like pop in and watch you know? no but it, it isn't it, which is so surprising because so many people quote it and talk about it right. and bring it up like but also it's one of those i feel like it's on tbs all the time Fight Club. It might be like heavily but I, edited, yeah. but still on. Yeah. Um, I, I, How ironic is that? Like, <laughs> yeah, Fight yeah, Club yeah. on TV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I really liked a lot of the the, the things about it. Uh, the book, I think, is the, the ending in the book. I think is way better than the ending in the movie. Yeah. Um, I maybe I should try to read it again, but it, I just it's, it's not for everybody. If you, if yeah. you don't like a style, then you're not going to be able to make it. Through yeah, it. So, I, I really uh, don't. Whereas I, I I've enjoyed uh, a lot of the earlier works of Chuck Palahniuk. Uh, his later stuff is not held up as good, but. Um, no, the ending in the book, I always tell everybody, I'm like, oh, if you like the movie, read yeah. the book. Because, uh, but I will say this, it is one of, I, I would stand by, it is the closest movie to book adaptation adaptation hmm. that I think I've ever seen, other than the ending. What but, about, like, compared to, like, Watchmen? No, no. No? No. You don't think Watchmen was close to the book? No. Really? They, 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 they fucked up that whole ending. Uh, I thought the ending was much better in Watchmen than... In the, I like. I the thought style. the movie the ending like the, was better. But. I like the style. Yeah, right. uh, Of Watchmen, I, yeah. felt, I felt like he really nailed a, f- a, a few of those shots. Yeah, uh, Zack Snyder really got that down. With Watchmen, it was uh, stylistic, but I really liked it. But uh, I thought it was pretty close to the book, but I don't know. I, I the the one thing that I didn't like about they, they didn't the thing I loved about Watchmen the the graphic novel uh, is that. They ha- and the great thing about Alan Moore is he, he gives you a lot of that weird exposition. Yeah. Uh, through like they had uh, under the under the hood uh, with uh, the old Night Owl. Yeah, uh, right. And yeah, that was yeah. like you know mm-hmm. you got a couple of those chapters and stuff like that, and you got to learn, it. and that's what tied all that universe stuff together. Whereas I felt like the movie just didn't have a lot of that cool little stuff uh, thrown in. Did you watch the version that had the intercut? Um, yeah, with the Tales Black, of the Black Freighter yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I, I think I have that, actually. It's funny that I'm over here defending Zack Snyder because I can't stand Zack Snyder, and I actually didn't watch Watchmen when it came out because I was like, this is going to be shitty. It's yeah. one of my favorite things. Yeah. And I actually really liked it when I finally watched it. But I am very excited for uh, the Watchmen TV show coming out on HBO. Yeah, I think it's cra- I mean, it's it's going to be think, a whole think, like different think, thing, right? Yeah, so think, it's it's not set that, in the 80s. So. Right, I think it's... Uh, well, maybe. I, I think they're going to do like... 
Right. I, I've heard I've heard a couple of different things. Like they're gonna do like an anthology. Yeah. So it'll be like you know each season will be oh, a, different. A, a different character or something like Maybe. that, and then it yeah. all comes together somehow. Gotcha. I, I don't know. Uh, but I'm I'm looking forward to that uh, if they if they follow through with that because I think I, they had some early pictures of set design and stuff like that on online. But uh, no, yeah. uh, Zack Snyder. Uh, no, I don't defend Zack Snyder ever. Well, <laughs> we're here talking about Zack Snyder. That wasn't even the one. What we were talking about. We're talking about Fight Club. So. Fight Club is my number three. Uh, real quick, uh, if you don't like, you like David Fincher. I like David Fincher. What's your favorite David Fincher movie? Uh, seven. Seven. Yeah, okay. right. I like Seven. Blew my mind. Seven like, blew I, my seven mind. was one of those movies. Like when I was in high school, and I always had to talk my friends into going to movies. Like yeah. I'd be like, "Hey, we gotta go see this movie." Yeah. Like and they were like, "That's gonna be dumb." And like we went, and it was. I thought it was cool. It was. It, it reminded me of reading a really good short story where oh, there's yeah. like this twist at the end and all this stuff, and whole, it's like whole, dark and the whole uh, <clears throat> just ambiance of that movie yeah and just the way that they in uh, like the rain it rains the whole time until it's not raining uh, yeah there's a, there's so many cool things uh also got to give a lot of love out to uh the game by david fincher there yeah yeah i need to that's the one i need yeah. to revisit yeah, yeah i haven't watched it in a while uh, can't can't go wrong can't yeah. go wrong but uh yeah i other than alien 3 i would say that david fincher has not made a bad movie yeah, other than Fight Club, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two. You're on your number two. Number two. Wow. All right. Number two, I'm going to go with uh, one that I just flat out hate uh, because it just it's terrible. It's not a good movie. There's no redeeming qualities about it. Uh, the Hurt Locker. Yeah, we talked about this a little bit on the last one because yeah. Catherine Bigelow was on my list. She's right, the director right, of Hurt right, Locker, right. and she also directed Strange Days, which I love. And Point Break. And Point Break, yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, but The Hurt Locker, I cannot stand that movie. There's nothing good about it. There's there's nothing good that, uh, that you know, wasn't done better with uh, The Kingdom. Did you ever see The Kingdom? I didn't watch The Kingdom. With uh, yeah. Jamie Foxx yeah. and Jason Bateman, I think. Uh, the Kingdom is fantastic. Uh, or, like, you know, War is a Drug. Uh, I felt like, uh, even as bad as it is, I, I felt like American Sniper did a better job with that than, really? than Hurt Locker did. Uh, also, stand by the fact, and this is 100% something that I will go to my grave with, Jeremy Renner cannot carry a movie to save his life. Well, how excited are you that Jeremy Renner is getting his own own show no. as Hawkeye oh, on uh, yeah, on whatever that Disney service is? He's oh, getting no. his own show. I Presumably, he's going to be in it the whole time okay. uh, as the main character, his, I would uh, think. With so. his emo haircut? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, so get ready for that. No. Well, I, I have not yet subscribed <laughs> subscribed See? or i don't i don't know yeah it depends on what they'll have on the on the disney servers i, I, I don't know what thought, are they gonna have other than just marvel and everything <laughs> uh, just all disney <laughs> yeah. stuff like does it matter what else they have they're gonna have all the disney movies so yeah. everybody's gonna sign up for it um yeah i, I think jeremy renner i've already got all those in my in my apartment right there now. you go man you're good once the inter, once we lose internet forever um you, the Brian's, DVD, Brian's the DVDs yeah. will, will reign supreme. <laughs> Brian's gonna have the only currency that we have, which is DVDs. There probably won't be any electricity either. Though, yeah, so yeah. That, if that's screwed, the case, yeah. then we're all fucked. You know. Um, yeah, I think Jeremy Renner's really good in the Hurt Locker, actually, but I have not rewatched it since I originally. I rewatched watched it so. specifically for this. Did you really? And Damn, that's dedication, yeah. man. I didn't watch any of these yeah. shitty movies um, before. I, I rewatched it because it was one of those where I was like, I was like, I want to talk about it, and I want yeah. to be able to. But Jeremy Renner cannot act at all. Yeah, I like the. He's I, a great supporting character. Yeah, perfect in his role as Hawkeye in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. See, I really liked him in Wind River, and you didn't like that I either. Hated so, Wind River too. yeah, yeah I, I like I the. I, like, I like that kind of detached vibe he has sometimes, but I, I don't know. 
but like was it born legacy the the fourth born movie i didn't watch that so oh man i've not seen that the movie itself wasn't good yeah but he did not help matters right and i I can't even remember uh oh what was uh swat he was in swat not that he was the main character in that movie but he was like one of the bad guys Uh, well that was a terrible movie it was it was but just like everything about him in terms of like him trying him trying to act right is just it's like nails on a chalkboard to me what where would you put hurt locker in your hierarchy of like uh worst best picture winners that would be up there That'd yeah probably top five it's in top five yeah yeah not saying that avatar would have been a better choice that year avatar was nominated the same it was time. the same yeah. same year same year both nominated um not that avatar was the better choice that year um but i definitely not hurt locker yeah and, and i think the only reason hurt locker won was because Catherine bigelow directed it and it was like you know it was a powerful film about wars like masculinity and all this kind of stuff and it's directed by a woman right? yeah yeah I, I think that's the only reason that it won best picture yeah um well Catherine bigelow is a great director i she is i, I, I was not really taking, excited to see her win for that i'm not it, taking it anything true, away yeah. from her direction right. okay yeah. but the movie itself is just garbage she didn't write it yeah all right um and the acting is not good stylistically it's got some really cool explosions and there's like really cool <laughs> stuff to look at but Put that on the box yeah, but yeah. it's got cool, <laughs> really explosions. cool explosions yeah uh but no it's just oh my god like even anthony mackie anthony mackie steals every scene he's in like yeah he, he crushes that movie and i'm like yes there's a guy right there and it's ironic now that they're both in the marvel cinematic universe i feel right uh, as um uh hawkeye and, and uh, falcon yeah but, uh, right uh Where's that? Re- where's that reunion scene right there? Yeah. <laughs> like, please let, please let, please like let Hawkeye director. blow up in an explosion and an explosion, and then uh, Anthony Mackie's like, "Well, I told you, you shouldn't fuck with that bomb." You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> please, please let that happen in in uh, in Endgame. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Um, cool. My my number two is uh, one that is beloved by almost everybody. Even your mama loves this movie. I'm sure. Is Forrest Gump. Okay. All right, we've talked um, about this a little bit. Yeah, Forrest Gump, I feel like, is just so overrated. I, it it won the year that Pulp Fiction was nominated for Best Picture, did it, it not? It, it did. It did. It beat Pulp Fiction and Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's both, just both, shame. Of those, both of those both are of those way movies. better movies. And, okay, like, just caveat, because I know a lot of stuff. Um, Pulp Fiction, Shawshank Redemption, Quiz Show, and Four Weddings and a Funeral. Right. And I would put all four of those movies before I'd put before Forrest Gump. Gump. Yeah. yeah. Forrest Gump is just Hollywood treacle, just saccharine. When, like, when and, you make spoof trailers yeah. that are essentially Forrest Gump, yeah. you're right. making, you, you know that that's that kind of movie. Yeah, exactly. I, I just didn't think, also, Horrible Message, another movie that's like a horrible message to like, his like love for Jenny. Jenny is oh, like Jenny a, is a toxic user person. and abuser. Yes, like yes. just like treats him like trash. Mm-hmm. And it's just the point is like, okay, we'll just wait around <laughs> and she'll show back up. Like yeah. that's a horrible message for the film. Like it says, I don't know. It's just problematic the way it treats this like character who obviously has like a disability of some sort or right. like some sort of like, you know, they don't go into like what his like thing is, but I like, feel he's, like he's maybe like autistic also maybe like just not, quite mentally is capable right um and, and it's Low just IQ. like prob- problematic on that point of view and then um it's just like doesn't impress me like i love tom hanks um how can you not yeah i like i adore tom hanks it's Bosom not me shitting on him shows ever made, no. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and his uh you know gary sinise is great in the movie 
yeah. good actor, you know. Yeah, that um, scene where he's on top of the boat and he's like, "You will not sink this boat." Yeah, there's some great scenes in it, and there's Gary some moments also that are excellent like excellent in Reindeer Games, which I just recently watched. <laughs> he's also really good in the uh, TV version of Stephen King's The Stand. Oh yeah, um, as Stu Redmond. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we watched that recently, and it actually like. It, it's a made-for-TV movie, but it holds up pretty well um, as a Stephen King movie. I yeah, think, Stephen so. King's having a rebirth right now, man. It's he like, is like, really all, excited all about it. I haven't yeah. seen the New Pet Cemetery. I haven't either. Gotten <coughs> some mixed reviews on yeah, it, but yeah. Um, I'm yeah, really but, looking forward to the new It though. The yeah, new me too. Two. I want to see yeah, how yeah. that. That's my favorite book of all time. So, it, um, yeah, wow. I've read it several times. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast. I'm about, half, on I'm about that, halfway so. through right now. Of the book, of the book. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's so, a it's an intense read. It, it, it takes is. a while. It, yeah, it, and it's one. Of the, I started it like a year ago. But yeah, um, I did that with the stand. Mm. It took me a year to read the stand. Yeah. But um, anyway, back to Forrest Gump. <laughs> I just <laughs> think it's Stephen just King like book. I think it, yeah, I think it was just the easy. Fi- it's an easy film to be best picture that year because it's like sure it's family friendly. Right. Everybody loves it, and it's like not. But it doesn't say anything. No. It, really it, it was the safe anything. choice. It was the safe choice, not the right choice, because clearly Pulp Fiction, the, one of the best movies ever made. Yeah, and <clears throat> God, when you compare it to like, it's just such a straightforward movie compared to like Pulp Fiction, that's so like groundbreaking the way yeah. that it presented the plot and everything. Um, and it's just like just a movie about a th- guy that just things happen to. Yeah, he doesn't like, actually do happen. It. It's to just it. like literally, he just walks through, runs in some cases. Yeah, um, and and life happens around him, but he doesn't actually do anything other than just wax about the chocolate and you know yeah and like if Forrest Gump was legs. yeah if it was a, if Forrest Gump was a real guy and this was based on his life I'd be like that's so unfair that they present, presented him that way because there's yeah. no way he didn't have any agency in his life at all right. right what are you trying to say like it's just grim right. and dark and like you know I don't know not kind. also you're going to tell me that this man has been like there's no way that one person experiences all those highlights of the 20th century uh of the second half of the 20th century like it's just life like that's yeah he, yeah i mean i guess that's the point of the movie is just like oh look at how coincidences happen and the, the, the one, the and one thing that, the one thing shit. that i just don't buy at all isn't that he's the, the one scene that really ruins that well there's a few scenes that ruin that movie for me but um i, I like it from a history point of view because uh, like the kids always want to watch forrest gump yeah so, i mean know. that's interesting for <clears throat> but, sure but but regardless uh the scene where they're all watching him play ping pong instead of watching the moon landing and I'm like, bullshit. Yeah, no way. No way. Yeah, why? No, no. Like, as in, he's so good at ping pong. Yeah. That you're going to watch that rather than watch the moon landing of man walking on the moon for the well, first time. Well, and then the conceit of the movie is that this guy is so amazing, or, the, you know, these amazing things happen to him, but then nobody actually knows who he is. Like, he's right. not remembered. Yeah. As, like, some He's He's person. an enigma. Yeah. Yeah, he's an enigma. And it's like, well, it just falls apart for me. And it's like, what does that say about our lives? It's like, we just pass through life and... You know, yeah, it's all. very talk about nihilistic. Jeez, yeah. God, <laughs> and that was in the heart of the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> and so many people hold that movie up as like their favorite film. Like yeah. I guarantee you, people who are listening to this right now. Uh, you know, they one of our five they're, they're listeners not are like, they fuck it that. Off, yeah. They not Forrest Gump. <laughs> you don't rest with Forrest Gump that way. Yeah, I was with him when he came for breakfast at Tiffany's. But <laughs> not Forrest Gump. Yeah, <laughs> I guarantee you, somebody is all. Uh, is all oh, somebody's that, yeah. somebody's, somebody's screaming right yeah, now. Yeah. If anyone's listening at all, they're screaming. So my number one is uh, probably another hot take. Uh, I think another movie that is loved by many, many people, males, females, old, young alike. Uh, one of those kind of defining movies, kind of like Breakfast at Tiffany's <clears throat> um, or Forrest Gump, if that's a defining movie for you. I don't know. Uh, but uh, my number one is going to be uh, Annie Hall. Annie Hall. 
Ooh, by, by yeah. Allen. Uh, and, and I feel like I feel like everybody likes that movie, but have you like really watched that movie? It's not good. I like I love Woody Allen. Woody Allen. I've, I've got I've got books on Woody Allen and right. how he makes movies and and what he does. And you're looking at a guy who has turned out a movie a year since like '82. Right. Okay. Um, Woody Allen has made so many better movies, but that's the one that gets all the acclaim, all the acclaim, all the love. Um, and and I don't get it. I, I don't get it. It's not like I hate the movie. I just don't understand why everybody likes Annie Hall. He's made so many, like everything you wanted to know about sex, but never asked. Um, Hannah and her sisters. Alice is excellent. Uh, the Purple Rose of Cairo. All of those movies are better than Annie Hall, in my opinion. Right. But, but Annie Hall's the, but one, Annie Hall's the one that everybody yeah. always talks about. Yeah, there's just a pretentiousness to Annie Hall that's like, I don't know. And and I feel I feel like you know, we've been talking about messages in films and like what they're trying to come across with, and I feel like that that's an excellent message for a movie where it's like clearly like men trying to control women is toxic and like that's why things right. go the way that they do. And uh, you know, Diane Keaton is fantastic, but the movie is just like I I don't like we're we're, we're selling this as a rom com, okay? And, yeah. And it's not, man. It's depressing. Yeah. It's, it's dark. It's, it's very yeah. dark. Uh, very funny in parts, but I just do not understand the fascination with Annie Hall and saying that it's this comedy or, you know, it's like, oh, yes, you know, why can't they make comedies like Annie Hall? I'm like, Annie Hall's not a comedy. <laughs> Annie Hall yeah. is a very dark, very, very dark, uh, if you want to say comedy, maybe, but uh, I, I would not say that. It's another film that becomes like a character of itself, too, because so many people quote it or like know the you know, the famous right. lines from it and things like that. But I can't like, tell you how many college dorm rooms that I went into that were like female dorm rooms. Yeah. Were, like, you know, you've got the, the classic picture of Marilyn Monroe and then there's like Annie Hall. Right. Diane Keaton yeah. Is Annie Hall. Right. And, you know, dressed in the in the the hat and the the menswear that she's wearing. Uh, and I'm like, mm, you know. Right. Yeah. It was also one of, those character. Movies, one of those movies where I just. I watched it when I watched it. I think I was in I was in college when I saw it for the first time, and I was just like, "Really? Like this is this is what everybody's been talking about?" Yeah. And I, it was like my my roommate Lloyd. He was like, he was saying that man, you should watch Annie Hall. Yeah. And he definitely got me turned on to Woody Allen movies, <clears throat> but uh, Annie Hall just doesn't do it for me. Well, I think that like I, I definitely think a younger generation would be less apt to be watching that movie now and holding True. it up as like something like you never hear anybody talk about it from like that. I'm sure you don't hear your high school kids that are into films probably You'll have talking the about that. Like so. the one rando kid that'll be like, "Oh man, I saw I saw Annie Hall this weekend." I was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah." He's working real hard at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The film scholar. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But that's yeah. more out of like, "Oh, hey, I saw this, so I can talk to Mr. Collis about it." You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's but good. yeah, um, yeah, just watch better Woody Allen movies. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't agree with the man's personal politics. I mean, he he definitely uh, you know did Mia Farrow wrong in the in the worst kind of way. Um, yeah, but personal shit aside, Woody Allen, I enjoy what he does as a filmmaker. Right. Uh, even even some of his more later, more recent stuff. Uh, which oh man, I'm trying to remember the the one that was uh, more recent, Cafe Society uh, or Cafe Society, however you want to say. Oh, okay. It. Um, yeah, I haven't I, seen that. It, it was decent. I, I enjoyed it, and uh, Steve Carell played a really good part. Man, that guy's having a run right now. Um, unstoppable force that he is, and everybody's out there like you know, saying that he's like this new sex icon and everything like that. Steve Carell, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for, like, think like, pieces like, about he, that. Well, he's got he's got like the silver fox look yeah, happening right now, you know, and, like everybody's just like he's like ooh, <laughs> he 
can manage my office, you know. And all yeah. That. <laughs> so hope for me. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. And that, that's why I'm, I'm starting to get a little bit more yeah uh, salt in this in this beard here. So uh, we'll, we'll see what it, happens. Man. Yeah. All right. Well, my number one. This one's probably going to upset you and many other people. Uh, my number one is The Shining. Stanley uh, Kubrick. That doesn't upset me. No, really. No, no. I mean, is that? I it, it was one that I, I you know uh, I can see why people enjoy it, but I, it doesn't do much for me. Yeah, I mean, people say it's the greatest horror film of all time. I do not I think would, that's I the would case. Not agree with like, that I would put The Exorcist over it. I would Easily. put like a lot of other films over it. Um, the reason I think is uh, that I'm so like down on it is that it's not a terrible movie, and I was like, I'm I'm hit or miss with Stanley Kubrick. Right. Um, I really, I really love 2001, which oh, I yeah. think is one that a lot of people would have on their hot takes is like mm-hmm. boring or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I, if you've, if you've never seen 2001 on the big screen, I got a chance in film school to see it on the big screen, nice. like fully projected and like great sound. Uh, it's a pretty impressive experience. You kind of just have to go with it. It is very slow and it's very much like this separate thing. And the plot is very like loose and po- in places oh, and I things like that. But yeah, movie. but, but on the, like the shining, I am so like I'm a huge Stephen King fan. I read The Shining. I'm so attached to the 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 source material. I think See, I've, I've never read the books. So. And the fact that like famously Stephen King clashed with Stanley Kubrick because he's like, why are you making all these changes to this? And I feel um, like Stanley Kubrick probably whipped out his dick and was like, because I'm fucking Stanley Kubrick. Basically, apparently he put a red car in the beginning of the movie because he was like trying to like fuck with Stephen King and be like, look, it's Christine or whatever. Oh. Like, um i don't know the whole story behind that would have that hubris yeah he Uh, would um and i just like the the book is very much this deep um metaphor on alcoholism and spiraling into losing control of yourself which stephen king was struggling with right yeah almost everything stephen king writes is like got some part of his own biography in it and that was he was struggling at the time struggled for years with it so i think it's very personal to him and it just doesn't come across in the movie. You get that this there's a descent into madness, right? But the the attachment to like the, being an alcoholic is like so important to the story. And of course, Jack Nicholson's great, and yeah. like you know everybody's yeah. great. Like all the actors are great. Um, and the you know seeing the girls in the hallway is scary and all that stuff. But like it just it just misses the mark. Like I guess I guess maybe I should judge it as a separate movie from the book. Like I hate to be that guy that's like, oh, it's not like the books. Right. Like of course right. it's never like that. But it's never. They, I feel like he's talking about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I just feel like they just missed the mark of like you could still could have told that story and tied those elements into it in a way right. that was like, and I think it was like hubris on Kubrick's part that I having I, I saw The Shining uh, when it came. It was like the throwback cinema. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, okay. Here in town, mm-hmm. and uh, they, I got to see it on the big screen, and uh, it was it was good. It's a, it's a perfectly serviceable movie uh stanley kubrick does not uh disappoint usually yeah uh, and I, I i don't think that he does in that one um but you're looking at i agree with you where you're watching it and you're like why you don't see the connection to the descent mm-hmm. to anything that's going on it's just so uh, this guy's going crazy this guy's and going there's crazy no nuance the, to it right yeah. there's no there's no uh not saying that you need a lot of exposition for that but there's no um, you know, there's no connection to anything that would make sense to why he is going insane. Yeah. Other than and, the fact that like, okay, clearly he's struggling with the fact that he doesn't want to drink and, mm-hmm. or that he does want to drink and there are, there's nothing to drink or, you know, there's, uh, he's trying to be there for the family or trying to write 
and you know you can kind of see a little bit like he's he's struggling with trying to write and trying to trying to write this whatever he's trying to write and uh and then you know his wife's on him and his kids running around the halls and stuff like that but like that's not enough to like murder your family and yeah exactly it's there's so much there's so much more darkness in the book and the 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 hotel is so much more of a character in the book right and just the the whole aspect of like because in the book it's kind of like do you is it really haunted or is this all in this dude's head is this his own it's it's dealing with his own personal ghosts more than anything right and the this this place just kind of manifests those in a way and i think it just i don't know i just can't cannot separate the book from the movie uh, i don't think the movie's like poorly made or anything it's not it's a right. fine movie but like i also like don't find it that exciting to watch. i've watched it again not too long ago a couple years ago or whatever and it's just not it just doesn't do anything for me like and i tried to like separate myself and be like i just need to like see this as a horror movie and it's different in the book and this and that and i just cannot do that um so no, I, and it's one that just everybody loves the shining everybody is like the shining so great I love it. like uh, yeah uh, that, there's that, so that, many horror f- films i think are better oh, than that so much so, better yeah. I, I would put uh man the one that really freaked me out was uh the descent did you ever see that one i haven't seen that Where i need to watch that yeah oh, man i would yeah and it just uh that movie really freaked me out when i saw it and uh <laughs> the descent yeah, yeah the descent was just crazy um yeah i need to watch that one worth checking out but yeah the exorcist uh, how dare you compare the shining to the descent yeah well yeah. you know this is this is what that's we what do we're here. trying to do this is what yeah, we do here that's what we're talking about. Uh, i'd even put i'd even put the new it uh up there better than than the shining yeah where, I, well i would too but i like it much, I, yeah, I just I, like it it's, subject matter it's, it's, better it was a, it's a great so. it's a great movie um having read half of the book yeah I would also say that it's uh and having not read the shining uh but uh, shining's a pretty easy read it's not that long okay. uh, it's not super dense but it's it's a, it's easy to to get through it's a little easier than than it to get through but. sounds good all right man were there any were there any other ones that you had that uh maybe worth mentioning that you didn't talk about no my uh it was actually harder for me to put together my list than i thought like i usually feel like i'm very critical about movies but like there wasn't like uh, i was these were just the five that i think were definitely on my list other than Eraserhead, but like i said yeah. that's like polarizing anyway there was one more thing i wanted to talk about and just sure. real quick we can we can cap it off with this and saying i also feel that the movie frozen is bullshit um, <laughs> I, I i really love disney movies like don't get me wrong i'm not like uh you know like totally infatuated with them like some people are but everybody talks about this movie frozen and i saw frozen i saw it in theaters when it came out um because like that's the kind of guy i am i'll go see that movie i don't care uh but no not good i like what okay you got some angst issues and you know everybody's like, oh it's all about females and girls and stuff like that i'm like yeah but you know like you're going to let this man control her life and try to like, you know, run her around and two timer just to get into her kingdom and all this kind of stuff. And then right. Olaf is a very annoying character as a side character in the Disney <laughs> universe movie. Uh, bah humbug. I, yeah, I know. I, yeah. But I, I have no opinion. on. I haven't watched it. So people, people talk about frozen all the time and I'm saying like, why not watch a better Disney movie that came out roughly around the same time uh, a few years before uh, tangled, which is a way better Disney movie uh, has better music, has better songs, much better story and uh mm. thoroughly enjoyed tangled frozen and yeah bullshit. i don't know why frozen got caught on so much and tangled really didn't but it's you know, maybe it's the better songs or eh, something, maybe or I, yeah, just, thing, yeah. sometimes i just gotta let it go i guess i don't know yeah <laughs> yep, i went there <laughs> that's what you're yeah that's what you're not paying for listeners yeah, yeah, right yeah, there it's yeah. jokes like that so yep. 
Um, this is a good place for us to, to end, I guess. I don't know what our topic's going to be next time, but uh, I'm sure it will be exciting. And, Riveting. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. On the edge of your time. seat. And I promise that you listeners that we will get the recording issues worked out here soon and it'll be sounding better. But uh, where can we find you, Brian? Uh, yeah, you guys can uh, find me on uh, BFG Wilmington Trivia, uh, making posts about that stuff. And uh, I have worked uh, a little bit this week on getting my film blog uh, up and running on terms of making posts and stuff like that. So that's on uh, nofelix.com. Uh, www.nofelix.com. That's my uh, Felix with F. Felix with an F. F-E-L-I-X. Felix, Felix okay. the cat. Yeah, but in no this Felix. case, it's uh, yep. Yeah, and you can find me at DJT Panda um, on pretty much all the social medias there. Um, and yeah, check me out on Twitter at DJT Panda. I tweet, tweet about once a month, so you get <laughs> exciting content there. You, you ever think there are people that are just like, yes? You tweeted out today. Yay. You know, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody's paying attention anymore. Some, some, so some I used to use Twitter all the time. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, I hope those people find something better to I do with post, their life. I posted but, on my, uh, yeah. my, my trivia page the other day, and like a person that I never even remember coming to trivia, and they were like, they were like oh, good to hear about that. And they, they commented on my post. Did they? I was, I was like, what? I should just go to random things that, that like people are involved in and do that and yeah. just be that guy to like big people up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. make people like, feel hey, better but right. yeah oh man we got t panda on board like That's you know right. it's legit yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody all right hope you guys uh hope you guys enjoyed it today and uh we'll, we'll catch you in a little bit yeah this is tales from the orca and of course as always you're gonna need a bigger boat always we'll see you later oh, yeah.